0: Welcome back, MeSuite listener. I'm Donna Peters. I'm an advisor to executives and next-generation leaders who strive to be both career-oriented and life-minded. The MeSuite podcast is a forum for how to lead our lives with more purpose, planning, and power, like C-suites lead the companies we most admire. The C-suite wakes up every day focused on three key decisions. Number one, are we living our own core values? Number two, Is everything running smoothly in our day-to-day? And number three, how do we as individuals stay fresh and relevant for the future we desire to have? You get the idea. We each need a C-suite mentality for leading our own lives. We each need a me-suite, a source of power for the life-minded. Let's get in there. This episode is brought to you by Social Distancing. On today's episode of the Me Suite, we are going to interview Janice Jackson. Janice has held multiple C-suite positions across very entrepreneurial businesses. She has been a chief marketing officer, a chief brand officer. She's been president of sales and marketing. She is currently a CEO. Janice is fluent in multiple languages. She's world-traveled. She's a mom to two beautiful girls, a wife and a thriving family. And I had a chance to work with her years ago and saw how she embodies the concept that we now today call servant leadership. I am thrilled to welcome for this C-suite discussion, Janice Jackson.
1: Well, thank you, Donna. And I'm so glad to be here.
0: So Janice, you do know that I like to start with core values, the foundation of everything. So let's start there. What are your core values and how do they guide the decisions that you make in your family?
1: I think that's a great place to start, first of all, Donna. Um, I sometimes think it's been uh, a largely missing part of business leadership and management discussions uh, over the last 30, 35 years that I've been in business. And yet it was something that was so core to my belief system. Um, so I think even before the the term was coined servant leader, I, I really embodied servant leadership. Mm-hmm. Taking the leadership piece of management very seriously i i even today I see so called managers uh, leaders not really taking it so seriously they they think the task is what matters mm. uh, but really you get a better outcome if you pay attention to how you go about getting that task done, and for me, it means treating colleagues, team members, customers and stakeholders with respect, Mm -hmm. supporting, also supporting individuals to contribute beyond their expectations and helping them reveal the potential they have inside of them. And I think that way you can drive teams, departments, divisions
0: to pursue excellence. I love it. I often felt when you and I were working together, if I had a meeting with Janice, I sometimes felt like I was the only person in the world because you were so (laughs) focused on me.
1: Well, yes, and it, yeah, and the other part, I think, uh, as well as servant leadership, and and really, you know, just to bringing that trust and respect to the workplace, mm-hmm. and, and looking to build the best you can uh, out of a team with an individual, so logically was going to come bring about a better outcome. But I also thought the other piece of it was being authentic, being mm. the true to yourself. Mm-hmm. I felt, especially in the early part of my year, that people subscribe to wearing a mask at work. Ah. Uh, And I, I think that you need to be, I believe, you need to be the same person at work, at leisure, at home. I never, ever entertained the idea nor saw the need to wear a mask, mm. and, and I would have people make comments to me all the time, like, um, "You're this VP, or you're this whatever. You you need to act more like one." And and what what they meant by that was I shouldn't be so available, I shouldn't have such an open door, I shouldn't be so uh. in their minds easygoing and and accessible to. Uh, teams and colleagues, but this was the only way I knew to do it. And since those early days, I've worked on this with um, one of my partners in my current business, actually, Mm -hmm. a lady who's a self-mastery guru. And what she teaches and I really embrace is that if you can be authentic and vulnerable in your relationships that leads to connection and mm. that leads to you to be able to inspire people and they mm. can inspire you and then the results are they're they're so much greater than in the normal way of working
0: this is very interesting so you were getting feedback about you're too available act more like a senior person and the other end of that spectrum, I think, is where I was struggling, where I was getting feedback of you're too buttoned up. You walked in here on a Monday morning. You didn't ask a single person how their weekend was. Exactly. Right? I,
1: I, yeah, I've seen both extremes and, and no one's wrong per se. But this was what um, yeah. this is, was how I, I embraced my leadership. And, you know, I have to say, in all honesty, Donna, I, I can't think of one person that wouldn't come and work for me again. That has ever worked on my teams.
0: Wow, what a measure!
1: But I also I also point out to people never mistake my kindness um, for weakness. Mm. And 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 one of the other sort of metrics, if you like, or measures I would look at is I might be the most authentic, the most values driven leader, the advocate for the teams, the colleagues, the departments. Mm-hmm. But I was usually the person who let go the most people too. And mm. that might sound like a contradiction in terms, but it really truly isn't. It's about being committed to giving every individual on the team the tools, the resources, the stretch goals, the opportunities, the exposure they needed to be their best selves mm-hmm. But in doing so, holding them to a high standard and and having expectations for them. So then if individuals were given all of those resources and tools and assets and support, then if they let you down, then they didn't belong on the team because they didn't have an excuse, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I know you've sometimes said the expression, be proud of the person you are when you look in the mirror. Yes. Say more about that.
1: Yes, uh, I, it's something I, I, I say a lot. Uh, in other words, you're seeing injustice to, to yourself or mm-hmm. to others. And if you don't speak up, how do you feel about yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror the next day? I, I feel as if that's a, a, a simple yet powerful way to guide your own behaviors mm-hmm. is are you proud of that everything you did that day that, that you said that day, did you speak up on behalf of the person being mistreated or being unfairly approached or or disrespected? And, you know, that really talks to in terms of culture values, but also in terms of just business, mm-hmm. just speaking foot to power. The examples that I have are myriad where You'd have to, you you know, you'd take a deep breath and you'd speak up, knowing it wasn't going to be very popular. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but knowing you you wouldn't you wouldn't be that proud of yourself if you didn't the next day.
0: So Janice, you are the mom of two young women. Yes. Are there things that you have been working with them on, or just walking through life as a role model for uh, things that you wish for them in their future? That you've been learning based on all of these leadership positions that you've had.
1: Oh, I must, uh, I talk to them all the time. And I'm, I'm really thrilled to say that they, uh, they are open to it, you know. Uh-huh. Um, probably they weren't so much as teenagers, but they're, they're um, 27 and 30 now. And uh, I'm very, very proud of the woman they've become. Uh-huh. And they're very, um, they're very outspoken, uh, caring. Mm. They're advocates themselves, and we're all uh, major <laughs> forces in our wor- in our world. Certainly, uh, we like to think we are for empowering women. We really we 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 share that passion together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're amazing. And then, what about the fact that you are in a thriving long term relationship? Do you have advice for the Me Sweet listeners about that personal side of how do you? I personally don't believe in work-life balance. Let me be clear on that. I think you just have a life and everything else falls up underneath that.
1: I totally agree with that, by the way. Great. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's part and parcel goes back to what we were saying earlier, Donna, uh-huh. that I think you're the same person at work, mm-hmm. at, at leisure, um, at home, and that people striving to that, to that mythical work-life balance we're putting masks on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love this mask imagery. I'm, that's very powerful are there tips for the listeners that you have around keeping your personal relationships nurtured while at the same time you're excelling in the workplace? I would say that certainly what I did was uh, there was no question they came first ever. Mm.
1: So the family came first. Mm. You know, I didn't ascribe to what people considered the rules of the game as far as I'm concerned. I kept that along with that value of being proud of who you are when you that the person you see in the mirror every morning. It was Mm -hmm. also being really committed to uh, being a wife, being a mother, yeah, being a daughter, being a sister, and knowing that that is number one. And I would, I, I would never. I don't think that's something to apologize for. What you do to make a living is critically important, and people. will tell you that I'm, I'm one of these all in people, you know, I'm really kind of very passionate, uh-huh. eat, breathe, sleep, whatever <laughs> job I'm in, but it never, ever came before the family. Yeah. It was powerful. It was important. It was something I was passionate about always, mm-hmm. still is, but just in my mind, there was never any doubt about it. Uh, family comes first.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. Are there things that you're personally working on in 2020 for your own personal development? That you could share with the listeners.
1: Uh, Yes, absolutely. I, I, I I know you shared with me your top three values, and mine. Mine I shared with you are courage, authenticity, and vulnerability. Uh huh. And I think with even being able to state that, I think it it shares something I've been working on, which is and showcases it, which is an uh, intentionality. Ah. You know, I think if you if you have intention about how you're going to turn up, how you're going to show up in life in your, in my case, my new, um, my new startup and ongoing with my friends and family. Um, I think if you're consciously setting about an intention, then you are more likely to bring it about rather than semi-sleepwalking through life, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and it stops you from being more passive about life. You're being proactive all the time. So for me, courage, authenticity, and vulnerability, I, I have done a lot of talking truth to power. I think I can do better and more of it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's about putting it out there and 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 making sure everyone around me knows that's a commitment of mine, so they can call me on it if they see me um sitting in the in the sidelines too much and then authenticity uh we talked about that a little bit already mm-hmm. that really requires you together with the the courage to speak truth to power um and, and to and the vulnerability comes along with that um yeah i I think you were talking about you know people said to you being buttoned up uh-huh. I'm sh- I was like, everything's perfect. Everything's fine. I was more your, your kind of Mary Poppins spitballed. <laughs> you know, and yeah. uh, I had some things worked out, but that piece in particular, it probably was a, a protective shell. That, mm-hmm. You know, not, you would never show any vulnerability. Uh-huh. But as I practiced doing that, um, uh, people really respond so well to it. They get so much from it and, and you get even more from it.
0: So I want to pick up on one thing you said that you have people around you that will call you out if you're not speaking truth to power. For example, yes. so does yes. that mean that you have shared these core values with the people close to you, and they they you look to them to help hold you accountable?
1: Yes, absolutely. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, and and uh, and they do, mm-hmm. and and sometimes it's not even that comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> but but, it, it, but if people care about you and you've asked them to hold you accountable, mm-hmm. it's amazing that they'll, they'll get through uncomfortable uh, sensations and barriers to, to help hold you accountable. And, and it's such a freeing experience.
0: Yeah, that's a, a, a learning for the listeners. Uh, I get questions about, first, how do I identify my own core values? But then how do I bring others in my life to be aware of them and hold me accountable to them? So I think that's interesting that they'll learn from you.
1: Yes. Um, You know, uh, not just colleagues, but uh, friends, good Mm -hmm. friends. And uh, uh, of course, my daughters don't hesitate. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. uh, One one of my interviews uh, with a mentor, Anna Dutra, said, if you really want 360 feedback, have children.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, No, it's it's absolutely so true. But one of my one of my really true passions is... Mm -hmm. To be someone that they uh, are proud of, uh, and to be truly a role model. Uh-huh. Um, you know the, the word, the term is used a lot, but to really be the role model, I'd be proud to be. You know, yeah. And they're they're watching uh, little from very young age, aren't they? Yes, to your your children, and and they still are. So um, I, I put my goals out there and empowering women. Uh, so I've got to live up to them and, and be the person that, I can, that they are, they're aspiring to be and uh, proud of.
0: Yeah, I don't know they are. <laughs> I, my last question for you is, is there anything we haven't talked about that would be a little bit of Janice wisdom that you would like to, list, to leave with the listeners that are trying to build a me-sweet mindset?
1: Don't mistake kindness for weakness. Yeah, and I think so many women in the workplace uh, can be misconstrued because we are the nurturing sex, and many of us are naturally, you know, supportive, respectful, uh, uh, empowering, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I would love for people to understand that does that kindness it isn't weakness. Um, mm. I think bottom line, great performance and kind, human, respectful, empowering leadership can live in harmony.
0: Janice, I introduced you at the beginning as a CEO, and I understand that you have just launched a very exciting venture. Could you please share your update with the listeners?
1: Absolutely. Um, It's called Sassy Lass, and what it is, is an online platform for empowering women. So we're a community of women founded by women, sponsored by women, and dedicated to the empowerment of women. We've been building our, our community over the last uh, few months and we launched our website uh, where we invite the community to get to know us, to get to know our mission and to join our movement to empower women everywhere. We, we have something that's really core to who we are, which is our giving model. Mm-hmm. And, and we, that's because we believe uh, in being advocates ourselves and giving back to organizations locally and around the world trying to do the same thing as we are. The charitable organization that we decided to give to in the month of April, we're going to do a different one every month, um, is uh, the World Health Organization COVID Solidarity Response Fund. Uh. Uh, Yeah, and we're going to donate all our profits to basically uh, provide essential supplies and resources to healthcare workers, to those folks, primarily women, of course, who are in the front lines of this pandemic, mm-hmm. and going forward, especially with this pandemic so front and center in all our lives. My two partners, uh, one is an expert in physical well-being, and the other one is an expert in mental well-being, and I like to provide advice and support on all things leadership, team building, particularly now in this virtual world. So the the three of us will be pr- providing. Uh, blogs and advice and and commentary and all those subjects.
0: So how do the listeners find you? They find us at
1: www.sassylassinc.com.
0: And what is your call to action? If it's women empowerment, what is your call to action through Sassy Lass? What do you want the listeners to do?
1: I want them to um, join join our movement Mm -hmm. with their ideas. Um, We're developing products. We're developing challenges, um, calls to action. That, and we're we, in every part of the site, we're asking for their thoughts, their votes. Who are your heroes? Mm-hmm. Who do you want to hear more about? That kind of thing. So it's it's really a call to action to join the movement, to support women everywhere and lift each other up.
0: This is so wonderful and so timely. I, I really appreciate that you were launching at the same time we had a chance to be getting this message out to the world. I had a chance to visit your website and it is wonderful. And I love that it was a little bit sassy and a little badassy.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's our tagline. Sassy classy and a little badassy.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for that. And listeners, please, please go out and visit sassylassinc.com. There's some terrific things going on in the world under Janice's leadership. Thank you, Janice. Thank you, Donna. Thank you for joining us in The Me Suite. I'm Donna Peters. Subscribe to the podcast. Share ideas for future episode topics. Visit us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and at TheMeSuite.com. That's V-Me-Suite.com. Suite like Executive Suite. That's v me The Me Suite, a source of power for the life-minded.